we uh you know we will do things like uh just christmas party that we have fun. christmas yeah we'll do um fight nights you know when the fights are on or whatever oh, okay. we'll like, all get together like fists, just fight each other no <laughs> <laughs> i was like oh wow Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Dodgeball Podcast. In this episode, we're going to be recapping the South uh, Round 3 tournament. Um, and joining me here is Christy, Alicia, and Marie. Guys, per usual, please uh, go ahead and just give a quick introduction, who you are, team you play for, and uh, we'll get started. Starting with you, uh, Christy. Uh, Christy Stevens. I captained uh, WMD and was uh, basically, I don't know, team mom for Lone Star. I like how that transitioned from cheerleader to a uh, to team mom since last time. We I spoke. decided, yes, I decided to take a more um, vocal role this time. <laughs> awesome. And uh, Alicia. Hi, Alicia. And this round, I played with hand grenades for women's and ascension for co-ed. Gotcha. Now I'll actually get into hand grenades because that solves some of the uh, the mystery I had. And uh, before we get into that, how about you, Marie? Yep, Marie Greg. I played with Weapons of Mass Destruction for Women's and Outsiders for Co-Ed. Awesome. Very cool. Well, per usual, guys, thank you so much for, for hopping on. Um, can't believe we're already talking about Round 3. It feels like it was just like two weeks ago I was saying I will consider coming out to Round 3 and obviously didn't do that, so doom on me. But um, kind of just want to start with like just your biggest uh you know the usual question you know now that's said and done um and we can start with you christy what were you like your biggest takeaways uh for round three like just overall uh oddly enough how many leg catches there were for women's there were so many catches and i feel like 75 percent of them were made with people's legs it's crazy hmm was there um so one of the things we were kind of talking about with the the east was um like the heat was a was a real factor it, it made um i guess like the gym really humid and because because of that people were they weren't throwing as hard as they normally would or the, it was like impacting their grip strength so there's a lot of catches so when you're saying there's a lot of lay catches was was there a lot of like just regular catches as well or was like the weather a factor at all i don't think there's any factor like that i don't know if this is just it might have been one player who came who wasn't at other rounds because she's kind of known for him. So she definitely upped it. And then I think Jen Woodley just randomly had uh, a ton of leg catches she's not used to. And then other girls had them um, just sprinkled in. I don't think there was anything else, though, to it. Just one of those random freak occurrences, just tons of leg catches, huh? Yeah. And you said that, that one girl from other regions, uh, do you remember who that might have been or what team she played for? Well, it's Danny Kennedy from NOLA. She just hasn't made it to any of the rounds this this season, but she's she frequently makes catches with her legs. Huh. It's she's just got sticky legs. I don't know. I mean, she's just a great catcher anyway. So mm-hmm. you know, but yeah, she managed to catch pretty much anything that gets thrown at her. Nice. She's just venturing into like other limbs now. Like, oh, I can just use my legs now to catch. Mm-hmm. And you said she's from NOLA, so is she uh, pretty much like just stays in New Orleans? Uh, the New Orleans girls this this season have had a hard time traveling to the other rounds. I don't. 
Yeah, she I, came I out really, to other rounds last year, so I don't think yeah. it's just that she can't come out of the area. She just probably had other priorities. Those I do know the yeah, at the beginning of the season, though, uh, at the rounds, she did break her uh, hand when we were in Sin City. I did forget. Yeah, she broke her hand on a catch Ooh. while we were playing there. That probably kept her from doing a couple rounds, and then next thing you know, just like everything else, we're at round three. Gotcha. I wonder if... um. That, that I mean, depending on the injury, it could probably take you out for a while. But um, how about uh, how about you, Alicia? How about you for um, like biggest takeaways for round three? Yeah, I think it was a little bit different because we had a fantastic gym. They did a really good job finding a, a perfect gym for us this time. It was air conditioned, which is always nice for the South, and had a really nice upstairs so people could view from the top and. I think it when people walked in, it was just like awesome. We've got a great venue. Not, it we we had horrible nets, or the netting situation wasn't the greatest. But other than that, it was it was a great great gym to play in. Gotcha. And then and then just playing the the one thing that I noticed this round is we had instead of games going a lot faster, we had so many two ones, and so just that extra play time and going back and forth and longer games it it took a long time what do, you, what do you think contributed to that i think people are just up in their game they've been they've kind of gotten used to the different players and so they know how to play against each other and so it's some closer matches and then just throwing in the mix of a different team that kind of threw off some things for i think a few teams and and just playing trying to trying to get those wins in for round three Gotcha. Yeah, it's kind of uh, that's what I was wondering if it was going to be. I mean, this is obviously your 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 opinion perspective. If it was just maybe attributed to the fact that this is round three, teams have solidified the rosters. Hopefully, they've stepped up their game considerably, and now it's um, yeah, it's just it's kind of showing just the uh, where the skills at at this point. Um, how about you, Marie? What would you say your biggest takeaways takeaways were for round three? I think you know. It was um, nice to see. We did have a good gym. I was jealous of all the pictures of everyone over um, in the East when they had, um, it looked like pictures of, I don't know, it almost looked like they had a backdrop for their pictures, but I guess those were their curtains or something dividing the courts. <laughs> it would have been really nice if we had that. We Our, our nets was an issue this time, but in general, the, the facility was great. Um, it was pretty close to everything um, in New Orleans. We didn't have to drive very far to get there. Um, so that was nice. Um, but I think the biggest takeaway was how close the matches were. Um, I think it caught me off guard a little bit to see how everybody had to fight for their wins a whole lot more um, than, you know, if we look back a year ago, there were clear um, standout players, standout um, teams. And I think this round, the gap was minimal um, between the teams. I mean, certainly, I think what made the difference this particular round were those more seasoned teams or players um, were maybe less exhausted by the end. And, and so those um, newer teams and players were maybe a little bit more tired um, after the second round around Robin and, and you know, it, the gap got wider towards the end of play, but in general, the skills have, have raised so much that um, it's really, 
much more competitive than maybe it was when we first started what we're doing. It was also really nice to have um, some of the players that we missed, like uh, Christy said, from New Orleans. Um, we had Danny Kennedy, Christine Johnson be able to join us. Um, and they played last year, but the newer players didn't know who they were. They played on hand grenades. Um, and so it was kind of nice to have another to see them, but then also have have them bring their talent to the game as well. Nice, and that's obviously really cool because I mean, we we definitely talked about um, the the beginnings of the women's division. So to look back a year and just see this competition just progress, um, it's, it's exciting. And it, again, I, I probably sound like a broken record at this point, but just looking forward to what the next year brings. So that's that's really cool to hear. Um, one question I have for you, Alicia, that I, I thought of right away was just, so you said you played for hand grenades uh, for this, yes. this round? Yes. And is that, um, so you're still going to be with Bionic for um, for the West, or like how, how does that work? Yes, so I'll still be playing with Bionic for round three and for nationals. Um, I actually wasn't planning on playing this round again but we had a player that couldn't make it again last minute. And so it, it's just the luck of the draw. I was, hey, I could play. I'll just jump in on the team. And it worked out really well. And then as they've mentioned, we've had, or Danny was able to play on this team and Christine from New Orleans. And so that really helped get some of the local talent that hasn't been at some of the other rounds. And then Cindy from West Coast on Harikiri, she she actually flew out again, and so she wanted to form this team and have some of the locals, if we could, have, build this team. And Sybil Schaefer from Dallas actually was able to fly, fly out, and I think this was her first ever dodgeball tournament, and it was just it was awesome to see someone brand new and wanting to play, and really excited to see what the sport's about awesome. so is this a team that we will see hopefully next year with the south it definitely won't be the same team but hopefully some of these players will come back and play okay so this was kind of like a not a one-time thing but like this is a, a team of i guess circumstances like we, we probably won't see as you said hand grenades next year but we'll see the same players and hopefully they'll form a different team that will see more consistency consistently. Yes. So we, we were originally trying to form a completely or another kind of new Orleans team and fill in with that. But unfortunately there were a couple of their regulars that were out of town this weekend or yeah, last weekend. And, and so it was just a, a few of them. And so we were able to come up with a few other people and make another team so that we had five teams again for this round. Gotcha. And who, who came up with the hand grenades, just out of curiosity? Cindy did. Any reason in particular, or just because it sounded cool? No, I don't think she had any reason. No it's reason? Just a cool name. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I was just wondering if there's like a theme, because uh, weapons of mass uh, destruction, chaos, hand grenades, just kind of seems like it fits the, the mix there. <laughs> um, so speaking of teams, I, I'm noticing Ascension, so they, were they, they weren't here this round? Were they one of the teams that uh, were, they just had players that couldn't make it or what happened to them? How come they weren't here this, this round? Yeah, so I captained at round two and then 
as round three was kind of building up, we were hearing certain players might not be able to make it. We didn't know if Anbi was going to actually have a full team. And so I hadn't really thought about bringing a team or trying to find players. And then I had a couple people reach out to me saying, hey, we want to play. Are you bringing Ascension again? And and then by the time I was thinking about making that team or bringing other people, trying to get recruit other people, they had found other teams. And, and so then uh, some of the other New Orleans girls or someone had reached out to someone else and then they were able to make a team. And so it just became hand grenades instead. Gotcha. Okay. Cool. So they kind of fill in that like, hey, let's get a fifth team slot and then hopefully next year we'll we'll have maybe five solidified teams, ideally, mm-hmm. hopefully more. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, not to put you on the spot or anything, but, and this is obviously kind of looking a little ahead in the future. Do you see yourself coming back to the South as your main team or are you going to continue trying to branch out into like the West and, and try to do both? Um, I'm, I'm probably going to be a traveler. From now on, I, I really have enjoyed going to the West and playing with other teams. I'm actually, I got recruited to play on a co-ed team this round. And, and so I'm excited to see how that goes and, and play against the co-ed teams. But it's it's really awesome to get to go see the other talent and then play in more divisions. And so I, I, I'm not sure which region I'll end up playing in next year. I'm not sure that Ascension's going to stay in the South next year. So it, it's all up in the air, but I, I think it's really cool to get to go see what other regions are about. Gotcha. Yeah. I didn't, I don't, I didn't really strike you for a traveler. So that's, that's kind of a shock to me. <laughs> um, so Christy, earlier we were kind of talking offline a little bit. You said that you had some notes um, as far as like highlights or takeaways for, for women's. Uh, did you want to get into some of those right now or like, what were you, sure. what were you thinking here? Yeah, I mean, I can just go through them um, or however you want. But um, I do want to give credit to Becca May. She put together hand grenades, and I know that was a little bit of work for her. Uh, I'm not saying she did it all, but she's definitely the person who's responsible for making sure we had a fifth team. So I want to give her some credit. And we almost had her, right? She She's almost going to be a part of this yeah. discussion. Yeah. Yeah, she wanted to, but she had um, another – she's a physical therapist. She had another evaluation that was taking a long time. So she sent in some notes that I kind of already agreed with, but her making that team later comes back to kind of haunt her. So that's why I wanted to give her credit because that was part of her own notes. <laughs> she said, basically, um, yay me for making a, an awesome fifth team. It really <laughs> sucks that they beat me. <laughs> so, so there's that. So during... Uh, pool games, these were my notes that I had written down. They were just really great plays by different uh, players that seemed to change games or solidify a win or something, but um, Danny Kennedy from Hand Grenades had like a really great catch off Megan from Chaos, and it was with her legs. Uh, then Jen Woodley from WMD against Poison, she had back-to-back catches. I don't even know. It was really close to being a double catch, but I think it would be considered more back-to-back, and they were both with her legs while she was in a crouch, and it was a pretty amazing. Um, well, if it's the same one that you're talking about, the the second one, she kind of ended up having to dive to get control did. of it. Um, and I think 
Alicia, I want to say that that was yours, but it might not have been. It was someone was throwing at her and they it, didn't even realize that she caught it because it was so impossible <laughs> to make that catch the way she was seated and everything else that um, they didn't believe that she caught it, but she she did. It was yeah, Becca they, and Whitney who threw the balls. Okay. But it was Becca who was like, why are y'all going and cheering? I'm still in. And we're like, no, she caught that ball. She said, no way. No, she there didn't. Was, yeah, there was another one from Cindy that she caught, and it it almost seemed like it went through her legs, but it was behind the back, and it was called was that one called a catch or I think no, it was they okay, called her out one. on that one. They they, okay. did, they said it, they said that they couldn't tell, and so they ended up calling her out. But yeah, that one was cool. Um, yeah, that one I, that was the one that went basically between her legs because she was in a crouch between her legs, and she was saying it rolled and she never let go of it and picked it up from behind her legs. If yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. No, they did not give her that catch. They called her out. Hmm. Um, Cindy, I wrote down just that um, she was the captain for hand grenades, the one that comes from Harry Carey, if I'm saying that right, from West. Um, she just had so many games that she closed out by herself um, during round robin where it would be her versus three or her versus two or her versus whatever. And she was just closing these games like a boss. It was very impressive. Um, Mei Ling Chung, ha- she was playing with WMD this round. She had a catch against Chaos uh, Elizabeth over her head, which was really awesome. Um, I think even Chaos cheered for her because it was such a great catch. Um, and then Jen then later had two two more catches with her thighs against Chaos um, again. But they weren't, um, it's not a double catch, just back-to-back catches so these thigh catches are they like were there any hands involved or like they just got trapped in there like how, how are these like catches happening with jen it was when she was in a crouch like on her knees okay with danny danny's are um but but they weren't with hands they were just with it's like they slide into her legs which is huh. what made it so neat looking but with danny danny's are always her standing up which is what's always impressive to me um because it's like she has a reaction faster with her thighs that she just catches it and then puts a hand on it. I mean, she catches with her hands too. I just, I couldn't believe how many people caught. I mean, that was what, like, I just named like four, well, four or five catches. That was just in a round one with just legs. Wow. I was shocked. That's <laughs> yeah, always, um, it's always fun to see, but like really frustrating if you're, if you're the person that threw and they just like trap it between their shins or you're just like, are you, mm-hmm. are you kidding me? Like, like come on. But if you're if you're not throwing, it's 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 awesome to watch. But uh, I'm sorry, what were we gonna say before that? No, that was it. Oh, that those were just the overall like great plays I saw during round robin. Gotcha. One of the oh. interesting dynamics that was fun to watch for me, but probably not for some others, was um, because, like I said, because um, hand grenades came with some really experienced players. Um, and then Vivian was there too. I don't think she played on hand grenades, right? But there were, there were several players that have been around for a while, but the newer players don't know. Um, and so hand grenades in particular, you know, they would, the newer teams would throw at her. And I think I saw Chaos do it. So Chaos obviously won this round and the last one. So they've got some really good people um on the team and they just throw it at Danny not knowing her her capabilities and you know she just 
the way she catches is just so effortless. She just kind of, I don't know, I wish I could do that, but she just catches it and it just sticks to her. Um, and so kind of like looking at everybody's faces when they saw those first few um, catches from her, I think it, it was surprising them and they were like, oh, okay. So she came to play, you know, and this team came to play and it was kind of fun to, to watch everybody figure, figure that out versus just having it be someone brand new or, you know, not as experienced to the game. Gotcha. So it brought like, it's the, for lack of better words, like more like entertaining opportunity to spectate, I guess, like you're watching more, I guess, like higher caliber players play. Are you getting like yeah, more definitely. Games? Gotcha. And I think you know it, when you've played for a while and and you don't know somebody, you might think they don't know what they're doing, or um, you know you you think that it might be an easier play, but that wasn't what everybody was experiencing. Um, so it was kind of fun to watch everybody figure that out. That hey, you know what? There are other people who know how to play too, and um, and they're here. So. Yeah, you're kind of reminds me of how I felt during nationals last year because um, I had missed twenty, I missed twenty seventeen, but it feels like in that year there's so much development in the other regions. So when we came into twenty eighteen, um, yes, a lot of new teams, a lot of new uniforms, a lot of new faces. But like as you said, everybody knew what they were doing, so it's not like there was a single team you can snooze on or write off. And then you had that like really cool, kind of like anxious feeling like I have no idea what this guy's capable of doing or what this team's capable of doing. Like, are they going to throw really hard? Are they a team of catchers? Are they both? Are they fast? Like, it's just kind of cool to get that expectation versus, Oh, this is a brand new team. We're just going to steamroll them and, and not to worry about them. So I think I know what you're talking about a little bit or I can kind of relate. Um, I wanted to get into the, uh, the seeds real quick. Um, so I think hand grenades kind of changed it up just a little bit. Um, so it looks like chaos remain in first place and then hang hang grenades, uh, replace WMD. Um, any of you guys want to talk about that? Um, like Alicia, like, did you, uh, obviously you guys all played against each other during round Robin. So as far as, um, I want to say like, like what, what contributed to that? If you don't mind asking without kind of putting you guys on the spot. I think the main thing was just it was it was a team that was put together so nobody expected us probably to do as well as we did but like Maria's mentioned these we were mostly uh, seasoned players and I think the only thing that we were mainly struggling with was it, it was just kind of stupid mistakes or us not being as familiar playing with each other not knowing each other's styles but but we were able to mesh pretty well for not having ever none of us had ever played together before besides Danny and Christine playing on throw me something sister together last year and so it was it was nice though to kind of come together and say hey let's do this let's go and oh well, hey cool we're winning some games too so it was it was a nice feeling but I, I think that just the element of surprise really shocked some people for this round Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a, it's a pretty big deal to just be, uh, for the most part, a new team and then take second. And, um, yeah, just kind of, like I said, I guess maybe it's just like the element of surprise, but the fact that you guys had a good uh, cohesion going from the, from the get-go probably helped. 
and then um, it looks like if you guys were not there, it probably would have been the same outcome. Um, maybe very bold to say, but WMD might have still remained in the second seed, and, and Poison would have remained in third. Yeah, so kind of focusing um, on Poison and Envy, like have is it fair to say that there's some improvement on their end, or how how are they looking overall? There's definitely been improvement. Both those teams beat WMD this time uh, for the first time, I believe. I don't think they had ever beaten us in either round. So this round, they both took uh, a pool game or a pool match from us. Nice. So there was definitely improvement. Awesome. Yeah, I think they're playing together better. Um, I know that Poison has been pretty consistent in practicing um, here in DFW, um, and you know they they're showing it. They're able to to play better together. I think Envy had a little bit more of a consistent team too um, this round, so it it showed. And I don't think as WMD we expected them to do as well as they did against us. But um, you know, kudos to them for for continuing to make improvement. Yeah, for that, and then also just kind of sticking together. I mean, it's. I don't know if it's um, probably just because I've been playing for so long, but like it, it really sucks when a, a team, brand new team, forms up, makes it for a couple rounds, and then just decides, hey, we're not doing as good as we want. We're just going to take off versus the teams that stick it out and actually get better um, round by round. So again, just looking forward to seeing what they what they bring to the table next year. Yeah, I think that's a good point. Like they don't have anyone. I was trying to think quickly. Neither one of those teams had anyone that were like ringers from the outside. Whitney played on which team? She played on Poison. Mm-hmm. So I guess you know there's Whitney from Seattle, but other than that, I mean they and she's played with Poison all all um, this whole season. So other than that, they didn't have anybody that came in and was placed on their team as a visitor from another region or something, um, whereas all of the other teams did. So I think um, they were still able to hold their own, and, and that's a good, I think, a good accomplishment for them. They've also been spending extra time doing team bonding things together, and I think that even shows. They've been having team dinners and uh, just other little bonding things, and I and they have been consistently practicing at least twice a week together as a team. So they've definitely been, it, their team chemistry has risen immensely and uh, it shows definitely when they're on the court. Nice. That's um, that's one thing I used to not harp on, but I would try to talk about a lot when it came to like doom, like they, they all are, best friends if not almost like borderline relatives like they're always hanging out well at least at the time i'm sure they still are um but just talking as like doom the team uh, when they were around they were always hanging out and i that has to add some kind of factor to the cohesion on on the court so if you have a team of five or six to eight individuals that all really like each other and you guys can hang out and and form that bond it just uh, i think it translates onto the court really well don't know how or why but science i'm sure Kind of like the outsiders. That's what I was going to say. That's just true of us. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We we, we definitely have that same thing going. Yeah. I want you guys like, um, I think I heard about it in Worlds, like like everyone, well, not everyone, but a lot of people from the South were were there to uh, to cheer on Eli, I think. Um, It was just crazy. Like, I forgot who was telling me about that. Well, yeah, because my my family um, 
which is also Eli's family, lives there, um, right? So my parents were there. Um, Elijah's dad happened to be in town, and so he showed up and visited. My brother came, so who's Eli's uncle? You know, I mean, there's a lot of people that, that live there as part of the family that were able to just kind of be there and support him. That's awesome. Isn't it easier to name who's not your family on your team? Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's the, the, Kate, Kate was like, who's all the family? Because y'all call them the family. I'm like, everybody but Kim and Jake. Yeah. Kim, Jake, and Scott. <laughs> They're the <Yeah>. only ones. <laughs> are not, you know, family related. Yeah. And they're adopted. Yes, yeah. they are. They're just they part of us. Together. Yeah. We, uh, you know, we will do things like. Uh, y'all's Christmas party. That yeah, fun. Christmas. Yeah, we'll do um, fight nights. You know, when the fights are on or whatever, oh, okay. we'll like, all get actually, together. Like fists, fight each other. No. <laughs> no. I was like, oh wow. No. I'll I'll just shout out, hey, we're you know swimming today. You guys want to come over? Um, that kind of stuff. So it, we'd all just kind of hang out, and you know, there's kind of a generational difference with us too. So like, <laughs> we've kind of got the parents of the team, and then like the kids of the team and Jake is, is able to fit into both of those groups. So he's able to kind of hang out with the young kids and then also with the older ones. So it's kind of, it's kind of fun. That's really cool. Yeah. yeah but, it, but it makes a big difference on the court because, you know, we read each other really well. Like we, not only do we practice with certain things, but we're able to, with you know, with calls and that kind of stuff. But, we kind of know how each other's going to be. There's that one video out there with Kim and, and Vaughn that they threw together in their whole throw and like their, whatever that recovery time is after the throw, what do you call that? The follow through, like it was all in sync, right? Just because we know how people, how each other is going to move and what we're going to do. So it, it does make a difference on the court. Yeah, that's really cool. It's uh, there was this team, I mean, talking like, long time ago 2006 it was the second national dodgeball league um world championship and there's a team from texas called the the giants and um they just had like i think every single player's mom and dad were there like it was such a huge huge thing for them um i was like man i i would pay my parents to never watch me play dodgeball but they just like had this huge support and like there was like this there's this massive section of of everybody so I wonder if that's just like a, well, that's like a Texan thing or if that's just, you guys are just really close, but um, yeah, I mean, I, I'll have to maybe dig up some articles and be like, why, what's the correlation between teams that actually like each other off the court versus those that don't and uh, what it, what it attributes to just having that kind of like in sync with that, that person to your left and your right. But a um, little bit of a, a segue there. <clears throat> I might actually keep so I might throw that in there. Um, I thought he was about to segue into how many kids we have. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, we we chatted about how many kids we had on WMD um, between Christy and Kathy and I. Just the three of us. What did we come up with? Nineteen. Nineteen. Uh-huh. Nineteen kids. <laughs> Nineteen kids for wow. Just the three of us. Yes. <laughs> Although Kate, Kate, I know when I realized it, I I wanted to puke, but. Kate was, I had mentioned to Kate, she's like, how did you guys have 19 kids and y'all walk and y'all play dodgeball? And I was like, well, I know. And I said, well, seven of them were adopted. And she like sat down. She's like, 
I'm going to cry. That's the sweetest thing I've ever heard. I know. I thought that was really sweet. Wow. So sorry. (laughs) <laughs> no, taken so, this away from you. no, it's totally fine. So, like, let's let's talk about the teams then. No, but um, <laughs> so in like fifteen to sixteen years, then uh, we'll see a rush of, of we'll see a surge of of new South players. Then, pretty much, one way or the other. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I've got enough to have my own team. <laughs> I do too. I know we each, each one of us yes. do actually. Yeah, that's one way to do it. <laughs> Once I have my next one, I'll have enough for a team. <laughs> They're yeah. just gonna be like taking your last names, and that'll be the the teams from for the future. That's funny. Well, one way or the other, it's gonna grow. So that's that's good to know. All right, so let's uh, let's go ahead and get back into um, the bracket play here. And I know we kind of talked about them uh, briefly, but the first match I wanted to kind of highlight um, was uh, Poison versus Zombie. Um, can I have you guys kind of talk about that match if you managed to see it, or, or just kind of what you uh, can take away from what you remember? Remember. They were back and forth. That was a really close, just, they were like one win here, one where that they went all the way to four and three and it took a long time. They were definitely playing each other hard. It was a nail biter for sure. So it's, would it be fair to say that they're kind of even matched at that point? Like this is where all that uh, consistency is kind of playing in and factoring in and it's just, it could have been anybody's game or either team's game. Yeah, definitely. And they both came to win. So they were both trying really hard. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, four to three, I, I know we made the comment before, like, the scores don't necessarily tell the story, especially when it comes to best of seven with a single. But still, I mean, um, just kind of how we talked about them previously, that probably would have been a really good match to uh, to watch. What about um, moving on to the hand grenades versus uh, WMD? What can you uh, tell us with that one, starting with you, Alicia? Yeah, that was, uh, I think, at, at this point, with us ranking number two, uh, WMD definitely came to play and they were just in sync for that whole match. I think our one match that we took, one game that we took was the fourth one and then they came back and, and won the fifth game. But it was it was a little it, it seemed like we were going back and forth and making plays, but I I don't think we got as many awesome catches in the playoff games and people were making those throws that count and getting the hits on both sides to try and win those games. And then WMD just really came out on top. Yeah. I think we struggled to really play well together um, and get it going in the, in the round Robin. But once we came out here, I think we, we were all ready to go. Finally, I think we were, you know, making our hits and, you know, around the court, we had the energy that we needed to, to make the plays we needed to make. So I felt, I know personally when we got to this point that we were a much better team. Do you think that was like just like a progression of, of time throughout the the day or did you guys have, like have a like this like sit down moment where you guys had to get yourself together or it was just kind of happened naturally? Uh, I would say we, when we were in uh, pool games, everybody, we went 50-50. Across, like every, we lost and won to everybody. We did two round robins. We lost and won to everybody. And I basically could tell that our team was one. We weren't playing our best individually or as a team. Not everybody was having their best moment. So I kind of just told the team, I feel like at this point we just need to have fun because we're not a team that gets to practice often together. We have been a team that all season has had uh, guest players. 
Um, and so we don't have as much team chemistry like chaos and poison. And um, we have talent, but uh, we have also people who, Kate, who's on my team. She's not a guest player. She's actually on my team, but she's only made it to this round. She just came back from not playing for two months after she had that uh, fall. Nasty fall. Uh, Marie is literally nursing in between <laughs> uh, games and matches and still coming back. And so we've had a little bit of a road to travel to get here. And so I just told them, have fun. They're good players. They know how to play dodgeball. Just go have fun. And it showed when we got to um, the playoffs, I felt like. In bracket play, you could tell. They were there, and they were having fun. Gotcha. And I, I think that was one thing that also helped hand grenades is we were just six players that kind of came together and were playing dodgeball and having fun all through bracket play. And so that helped us actually get wins because we were like oh hey yeah cool we were having fun and playing dodgeball and then oh hey cool we won a game and then it's on to the next one and then we we would end up sitting we the we sat the last three games in both round robins we we did a double round robin and and so it was a little bit of a break before playing in playoffs a little bit before playing our second round robin and so i know that was we were we were sitting a little bit kind of walking around and and then it was, oh, yeah, now we're playing playoffs. This one actually matters. Oh, wait, crap, now we're playing WMD. And here they came to play. So it was, it was a little bit of a turnoff. But, I mean, it's WMD. There's, they're an awesome team. Gotcha. Yeah, I was, I was wondering if um, if the element of surprise had kind of worn off at that point once you got into brackets. So, but, um, yeah, I mean, because I've seen some teams, like, if um, – I'm gonna pick on Rise for a second. Like if, if they're not performing the, the way they want to, they'll they'll all collectively leave, and I don't know if they go meditate or do something, but they'll they'll figure something out and they'll come back a different team, um, usually for the better. So I'm always curious, like what uh, what does the team do when they don't have that initial momentum from the beginning to turn it around uh, come bracket time? But uh, moving to uh, the final battle, Chaos versus WMD. What were some of the high level takeaways from from that match? They had Alina Meeks come in from West Fuego to guest um, play, and it definitely helped them out immensely because it made both their corners very strong. And basically, our biggest problem is they had a ton of arms, and they were doing a fantastic job of countering every single throw of ours. So they punished us greatly every time we threw and when we gave up ball control. So they played awesome together. We literally couldn't take one from them in the last match. Yeah, that, that was looks like a pretty decisive win. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, Lena Meeks. I mean, she's she's pretty good. Um, mm -hmm. Every bad thing I have to say about her is is a joke. So I, I really, <laughs> <laughs> she's an awesome person, incredible dodgeball player and, and athlete. Yes. So fun to watch, yeah. but uh, definitely will help any team she's on. Yes. And yeah, what what it did was, I mean. It was fun to play with her and and have her out there. I I think for them, um, it allowed for um, Valerie to move into the middle, and she's usually there. Trying to get it, she's on my left, so the right corner, um, and that left Elena on corner, Parker on corner, and then they had her in the middle, and she knew every time I would 
go up there to throw at me and she would pick me off every I mean it took me until probably the second game of this bracket to realize what was going on you know I've was slow to pick it up <laughs> but um you know I would make a throw and she would hit me and I would get out um and so it was causing a problem for me or whoever if someone went up on the right side they had those three arms ready to throw um and it, it helped them out tremendously yeah definitely and I'm trying to remember some of the names um I want to say uh Vanya Zephyr, I pulled up the uh, the Dodgeball Tribune article on chaos, and so I think this is before the uh, the tournament. So they're just saying, um, led by longtime South veterans, uh, 2018 All Stars Vanya Safra, Valerie Lerma. I think we heard her uh, challenge you guys in round two. So it sounds like that was probably the case. Come round three, and then you throw in um, Stephanie Parker and that Falcon, and also Elena. It's just a uh, it's a tall order for anybody. I think. So looking into to nationals, um, are there any teams that you're either looking forward to watching play against each other or any teams that you're looking forward to playing um, yourself, just counting all other regions? Um, and we'll start with you, Christy. Um, I guess for you, it's more like, what are you looking forward to watching? I mean, I always like playing against my friends. So I'm definitely looking forward to playing against Royale just because we got to know a couple players on that team this season, um, including Jenny Hodge. And then um, I'm looking forward to playing Bionic, playing against Alicia and her team. Um, I just like playing against my friends, so that's always fun in nationals. And uh, how about you, Alicia? Do you echo that too? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I I think it's really cool to get to play with these other people from other regions, and then we'll get to play with them against their actual teams, and then just it's, it's been really cool for me to get to play in two regions this time. So, I mean, it, it was kind of luck of the draw that I got to play on some South teams, different ones this time because players were missing. But it, it was, you, you can definitely tell different team chemistries and different play styles. And it's, it's always a learning experience for me. And so then getting to play against those teams, it's, it's always a different story. Yeah, I can imagine like just hopping to different regions, playing on different teams. Like you really pick up a lot and just, I think it really helps like, like broaden your your style and play as a player so mm-hmm. is there uh so pretty much all, all the south teams like um wmd is what you're looking forward to the most as as you play with bionic uh well i i guess i don't know if, if it's going to be wmd or chaos or a mix of that team but those teams the players and and i mean the teams that i was playing on had really good matchups against poison this time our team got beat by Anvi and in the first round, I think that was the first, the only team that we lost in the first round Robin. And so it's just, it's awesome to see the improvements against these girls. And I know they're going to go back home and, and practice and get better and, and work on those things that they need to for nationals. And so seeing the different changes that they make or even players that they add to their rosters for nationals, it'll be, it'll be interesting Mm -hmm. to see that for all the teams. Nice. Yeah, because we're not likely to bring five teams to nationals, right? I mean, out of the South. I don't know what we'll end up with. I know Becca is is planning on bringing a team. I mean, we'll figure something out with the others. Um, But I would say we'll have two or three teams probably coming out of the South um, 
versus all five. So some of the teams that come are going to be compilations of other teams just to, you know, fill out a roster. Um, and I think that it'll be interesting to see how that plays out last year for many of the folks that went, it was their first nationals and um, WMD did pretty well. Um, it wasn't the first nationals for all of them, but um, they, they did, pretty well for some of them it was but um they did pretty well i think when they seeded i don't know christy if you remember where you were but it wasn't at the bottom um yeah so i I think 10th out of like 16 or 17 something like that um and then for the other team that we brought um you know we were almost last most the the tournament um and so it'll be interesting to see how everybody's experience this season kind of helps um, with nationals. I hope it does. Um, certainly, like we said, everybody's skill has has increased. I don't I don't know that I'd expect everyone to be in like top five or anything, but I, I do think that um, it'll there'll be better matches, and I'm excited to kind of see how that plays out. Gotcha. So not not so much one specific team that you might be looking for, but just how it how it all plays out pretty much yeah just how everybody is able to bring their game um i I mean like i said wmd did pretty good last year so that team um that goes this year i I think that i'm looking forward to seeing if they're able to you know do better than 10 um but then just in general i want to see how the the south players um are able to compete awesome yeah i was kind of wondering like because it's going to be in austin is there going to be um do you think we'll expect to see more teams than we normally would had it been saying like on the west somewhere or is austin still a pretty good track for for most people actually i had forgotten about that um i think that what we it, it isn't too far for people i mean it's about three hours or so um to Austin from the DFW area. And so we may be able to get to come out then, it, you know, in Boston or um, Minnesota, like we did last year. Gotcha. Yeah. Cause I know that's definitely like the hope with these rotating championships is giving people some variety. Um, gosh, it's good to get out of Vegas. I'm going for like the 19th time next weekend, which I'm just not looking forward <laughs> to anymore. <laughs> I can't do Vegas anymore, but, uh, being able to see other cities is great. But then if it happens to be in your area, um, you might have an opportunity to bring, uh, teams or players that may not normally get to go or, or understand quite what nationals truly feels like. So that's always a, a plus too. Yeah. we have a lot of teams that, I mean, certainly some people fly, but we have a lot of people that will drive. I mean, we had people that drove up to Minnesota. We've had people that drive up to, um, you know, Detroit when we did Detroit. So they're willing to make the drive rather than fly probably to save some money and everybody kind of pulls into a, a van. But um, so I think having it here yeah, in Austin is probably going to increase our numbers. Awesome. Hopefully it does. It's always good to see uh, more more teams, more faces. Um, it's pretty much all I had um, in terms of like questions and uh, mostly uh, stuff talking points from my end but uh before we sign off just wanted to give you guys another opportunity if you had any like um last minute shout outs or anybody wanted to recognize either on or off the court um especially just looking back at you know the season as a whole and uh, we can start with you marie 
I wanted to call out um, some of the people who volunteered to RAF this time. I mean, as competition has gotten stronger, there's been more um, need to have stronger RAFs as well, kind of jumping in and making some difficult calls. And we had a couple of those um, this time. I know I remember Becca had to um, jump in and make a call. And, and it was one of those situations where we had to get out the rule book and make sure that we understood the rule clearly. Um, and, you know, there's some pressure to just kind of move on and, and just make a call and, and let's be done with it. But I appreciate that she was able to, you know, maintain her composure and um, take the time that she needed to, to get the rule right. I mean, obviously we'd all love to have all the rules memorized perfectly, but in those situations, she, she did a really good job in, in handling it. And um, Ariana had a call. Um, this was, I think it was, it was between chaos and WMD um, in the finals, but I think it was in the finals match. And, um, you know, it was one of those situations where depending on where you were standing, you could see something different and um, everybody was heated wanting to win that finals match and, um, you know, pressuring her to make a call and a lot of loud voices and that kind of stuff. And she was able to control the court as best she could. And I, and she's, she, from what I've seen of her, she, she seems to be, you know, kind of more of a reserved person. She's not loud and boisterous all over the court, you know, either while she's playing or when she's not. Um, and she was able to kind of take control of the situation and, and make her call and um, do what she needed to do as well. So I appreciated both of them for kind of taking charge and doing what they needed to do. Awesome. I mean, that's that's huge. It's, it's for, for a lot of people, it's, it's tough enough just to ref just a regular game, but like throw in finals, throw in... The fact that people are looking at you, you're gonna you're gonna upset one side regardless of what you do. Um, you're never gonna be you're never gonna be in that situation where everybody's happy with what you do. So that, that's a huge undertaking. And um, do you know how how many ref, how many games they've ref before? Is this like their first round or first year refing? Like they're fairly new to this. I mean, most of them, right? Because this is all still pretty new to everybody. So um, there, I would say there's probably for like seasoned refs and by seasoned literally means a season um right <laughs> nice. but the others are all new so they're new to dodgeball and to refing. nice that's awesome i mean it's great enough that they're playing the fact that they're willing to ref and and take the heat is is incredible and just uh, again it, it's it's all positive indicators of, of gonna of a good uh 2019 elite season or 2020 i guess I'm still in 2018. Anyway, um, how about you, Christy? What would uh, do you have any like final final shouts or reattacks, as my colonel calls them? Yeah, uh, Becca May and Poison, all of them, because I think that this season they really helped attract more players to dodgeball. They're a fun team. They're having fun. They're fun to hang out with, both on and off the court. And so, I am just really appreciative of Becca and her girls. Um, really keeping dodgeball lighthearted, fun, and just, I don't know. I just feel like they're, they're, that team is the reason why we'll continue to have a women's league because if it gets so competitive that people get so heated all the time, it's not fun. And that team, winning or losing, you'll never know it because they're having a fantastic time on the court. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, that's... 
that's, that's why we play. I mean, I imagine we all play dodgeball because there's still some element of fun to it. And if it's if you squeeze out, if you squeeze it out, and you're too focused on competing, it, it's not. Uh, not only is it not fun, but it's it's hard for other teams to, especially brand new ones, to actually want to show up and, and keep coming back if they're just going to get uh, destroyed by super serious team uh, players. But um, that's awesome. And that her again, we're saying poison, but the full team name is that girl is poison, right? Right. Okay. Just want to make sure I clarified that. Um, and uh, how about you, Alicia? What, what would you say? Any any final shout outs or or talking points that you might have? Uh, yeah, I have a huge shout out for Cindy and Mei Ling for coming again to round three. They they came out to round two and had so much fun playing in the South and then wanted to come play some more dodgeball and hang out with everybody and come to see the city in New Orleans and seemed like they had a great time and had fun playing on different teams and great shout out to Cindy for wanting to captain a team and allowing me to play with their team and then shout out to Danny for making a lot of catches because I ended up being the first one out and so she brought me in a lot of times and and then Elena for coming to the west or coming from the west her and Whitney Whitney playing all season Elena coming for round three and all of the other guest players that came for rounds. It really, I don't think we would have had five teams if we wouldn't have had these extra players coming in. And to me, it really made a difference. I think it, it's it's a little bit of growth for the South, but it's also a little bit of other competition and different play styles that we're getting to see. So a little bit of everything coming to the South is always awesome. Good stuff. Very cool. Um, I have Okay. I have one more, if you don't mind. Not at all. Whoever had the play, like the playlist going during our uh, round three on the women's side, like shout yeah. out to them. They're the real winners. That was the yeah. best. We got to figure that out. I know that was they the gotta best. They got to be on playlist duty from now on. They were good. <laughs> what it were, was uh, the best. What were some of the what were some of the songs or like the themes? Oh my goodness! Was it was like, like a everything? mix of like old school and. And popular songs now, but okay. it just seemed like no bad song was played. Everybody was dancing to every song played. So yeah, well, after one of our, you know, one of our losing matches, I think I probably <laughs> in the one where Christy was giving us the pep talk of let's just go have fun. You know, all of a sudden, baby got back comes on, and you know, we got to <laughs> break out to that. So it was, it was stuff like that that was just kind of fun. Nice. That's one thing. And, I, the, and that oh, that girl point that song that girl was poison or whatever was definitely playing i caught it while they were playing i'm <laughs> sure that was not a coincidence i'm sure that was on purpose so nice whoever had that playlist show yourself <laughs> show yourself awesome. <laughs> be recognized and then thank you for paying attention and, and nailing it yeah that's awesome that might have been becca because i know she had some playing at round one too some music playing hmm. we have a suspect already that's awesome. I was going to say, that's one of the things I love the most about uh, Sin City is just the, the music. Like Just music mm-hmm. plus dodgeball equals a lot of fun. Um, yeah. It just, it just works really well together. But, um, well, cool. Well, I think uh, I think that's all I have. So I think we'll go ahead and um, end the uh, interview there. 
All right, so that was a recap of the Elite Dodgeball South Round 3 Women's Division Tournament that took place on Saturday, June 29th. And huge thank you once again to Marie Garrig, Alicia Ellis, and uh, Christy Stevens for, for hopping on, not just for this round, but for the previous ones and into the evenings um, to talk about dodgeball and just help me get more familiar with, uh, with the South and also just uh, capturing a little bit of what took place. Um, as I've said several times already, um, these recaps are really just building up the excitement into nationals, and I cannot wait to see who from the South actually makes the trek and starts merging with, the other, with these other regions. Um, same thing with uh, North and East, since those are in the books. So with that all being said, and speaking of putting stuff in the books, I'm going to be moving on to the open uh, recap. So I'll just go ahead and stop myself there. Actually, before I do that, just kidding. Huge congratulations to Chaos for for taking first in round three and also for sweeping uh, the division uh, overall or the season rather. As I've said, and I'll keep saying, uh, the South is just getting more exciting and I'm, I'm glad to see that these names are sticking and uh, the competition is, is evolving. Um, I look forward to the day when these regions are just as big as the West. I know we're, we're not that far away, but um, all that being said, uh, if you're still listening, have a great uh, rest of your evening, a great rest of your week, and we'll see you next time. I was like, man, I, I would pay my parents to never watch me play dodgeball.